They don't have lots of money. They don't drive cool cars. They don't own their own businesses. They've never invented anything. And they're white. They are the most uninteresting man in the world. All right. Hey, Colin. Good to... uh be back on oh. a new episode. I know, it's been a minute. We've it, been busy, you've been busy. Yeah, but you know, we we didn't wait too long. I mean, we waited still a while. It took us a little bit, a few weeks, a month maybe to do an episode. Probably. But not like a year or mm. a year and a half like maybe Our before. fans will count for us. I know they're really dedicated. They're, yeah, our fans are constantly telling us how long. I mean, they are all over we it. We are so blessed. <laughs> we are so blessed. Well, it's really good to be back, and yeah, we're we're coming to the ends of lots of things. It's the end of summer. Yeah. It's uh, Barbenheimer's slowing down. Barbenheimer, that's true. Have you seen uh, either one of those yet? I've seen Barbie. Okay. We went to like a 10 o'clock showing, and the theater was packed. Yeah, we've, we've actually- On like a Wednesday. We actually tried to go. I bought tickets for oh. like a 9.15 or 9.50 or whatever, and I was like, shoot, that's late, and we took, we're going to take the kids. We went down there. And it turned out I bought the tickets for the night before on accident. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> I bought them like on a Thursday for Friday. Wait, did they like help you out? No. Ah, oh, shoot. I'm sorry. So I wasted some money. They're like, you can email Cinemark and, you know, like, ah, <laughs> oh, frick. That's like, so and then we looked at maybe going that same night, but it was all sold out. So we're like, yeah. shoot. So we have not seen it yet. Okay. Well, but, so no spoilers, uh, but did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. It was pretty good. Right. I have not seen Oppenheimer yet. Three hours is quite a dedication. Yeah. And, you know, can't take the kids kind of thing. Yeah, because they don't want to watch 15 minutes of What's-Her-Face yeah. naked and someone else's weenie. Well, is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, I thought there's it was just full, a bomb. There's some full frontal I thought this was like uh, rated R Indiana Jones, you know? Oppenheimer's like Not running around. And Have you seen the new Indiana Jones? I uh, know. Oh. But you did. Yeah, we saw it on my birthday. Man, and good. it was good. It was fun. I mean, if you like, if you like the original Raiders sure. and... Um, the third one, uh, Last Crusade. Yeah, it's right overall, right in there with you those. liked it. Yeah, that's good. Well, I think, it was. It's kind of panned, I think, because they thought it was reaching or something. They're all reaching. Yeah, that's, that's the the problem. Is people are watching it with a critical through a cl- right. critical lens. I watched it with my son, who just watched the other ones, uh-huh. who was nine, and to him, it was like right in line. And when you watch the other ones back to back, and then watch this one. Uh-huh. It's just like them. It's like the it's like the the Marvel movies. Like if you go with a critical eye, it's not going to be that great. You just go to have fun, sure, and enjoy it. Yeah, that's awesome. true. That's true. Yeah, it doesn't have to make sense. It's Indiana Jones. It made sense. It just was not realistic. Which yeah, yeah, none of them are. Do so. you think with some of those legacy properties that they could get away with doing like the 007 thing? And people would still go like the Indiana Jones would be passed off to, uh, you know, Chris Pine or something like that. No, and he's just Indiana Jones and everybody around. No, no, it's got to be that was Ford. that was the thing with the Crystal Skull is they were trying to do it with Shia LaBeouf. Sure, now, that's true. Now, granted, Shia LaBeouf went crazy and everything, but, yeah, I but Harrison I, Ford is there. I'm saying like when you when you go to a new 007 movie, whoever it's going to be, it everybody around the character aren't going to be like, wait, you're not Daniel Craig. They're just yeah, right. It just exists. So. You know, they do that with some other franchises too, I guess, but Yeah, I think when you've had when you've when it's been so long, you know, like Indiana Jones has gone um I mean, I know I mean it, we've it's been so many years and it's only been Harrison Ford. Sure. You know, That's true. it just wouldn't work. People wouldn't be able to do it. Whereas 007, you know, they switched it right away. Pretty consistently yeah, well, throughout built, the years. It's kind of like built into the character a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean when you follow someone really good like following like Pierce Brosnan following Sean Connery, 
you know, that yeah. was kind of a little bit tough, but he did a great job. And then, you know, Daniel Craig, I think, has been awesome. It's true. You know, speaking of just kind of changing things up but keeping it the same, uh, I did uh, – we went to a matinee at, like, 10 in the morning, which was also really yeah. weird. Uh, we went and saw the new Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, how was it? It's so good. Yes. I am not lying when I, as an adult man yes. – and like it is like top ten favorite movie of all time. <laughs> yes, I was... they, well, and this is this is the reason why. A, it's it's really good and okay. it's really well written. Yeah, and it's just such a like great movie. But the fact that they're like teenagers, I loved. I yeah. thought it was great because you know you watch. I I have the soft spot for like the nineties movie. Oh yeah, it took itself way too seriously. But it was like as a kid, I was like, this is like an adult movie that I get yeah. to watch as a seven year old. You yes. know, and I was so cool. And now, as an adult, I'm like, I just want to watch these guys be silly, you know? Yeah. And they were they did such a good job. And awesome. So, um, yeah, it was great. So I, I've been wanting to take Everett to that. So oh, hearing so you that, take him, tell makes, him, and I'll go again. Excited. Okay, we'll Seriously. go again. That was awesome. Well, uh, yeah. So lots of good movies this summer, but have you not been, so much anymore? Have you been wa- watching any any television shows? Any good anything? Getting you excited? Uh, I don't. Our media is going to shut down here soon. Union strong, man. We got to stand up for. WGA. Well, yeah, new new stuff, but we can watch the old stuff. That's true. Right? Uh, we we did. We started Only Murders in the Building again, okay. season three. We love that show. Yeah, we haven't started uh, season three yet. I but. finished Silo. It was mm. on Apple TV. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, um, I actually watch a lot more TV than I usually do. Uh, Amy and I started watching the Australian version of Wipeout, <laughs> which is a little more... Um, Australian? Oh. Than, yeah, well, I mean, it's because it's in Australia, I think. Oh, or nor. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, we did just finish very quickly a tiny show called Jury Duty. Yeah, that's a good on one. recommendation from you. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Isn't uh, it's it? it's so well done. It's so well done. You, I, I don't know. I mean, like they give you the premise right at the beginning, yeah. right? I'm not giving anything away. If you haven't seen, it, you got to go see it. But it's one real guy who has no idea what's going on, and then everybody else is an actor. It's and, Truman Show. In yeah, their life. But and in, a, they, in, a, in, a, in a law case or a, a, a yes. really wild one. <laughs> yeah, so it's a jury duty and they sequester, meaning yeah. they, they get locked into a hotel, they take their cell phones, you know, this is something that happens. Anyway, they did they did such a good job. And it was, I know how they designed it is supposed to kind of be this realistic office experience. Yeah. But it almost was like, in reality, like any show, but it reminded me a lot of Parks and Rec. Yeah, a little bit. Way, what, more so than The Office. Well, and did you watch kind of the follow-up end thing where it kind of goes yeah, a little they, bit like, into it. And, yeah. Of, yeah. And, and, and then I f- started following him on, uh, on social media, the, the mm-hmm. guy, and he's just like, I mean, you could tell, you could tell all the actors were like, Oh my gosh, this guy is so awesome. Is like, a yeah. real, cause you know, I think they, they set him up for all these experiences thinking he's going to like get pissed off. He's going to, you know, sure. yell at people. He's going to get weirded out. And he responds with like, so much kindness and like genuine like empathy yeah. to all these people, even ones who are being super weird. Sure. <laughs> and he's like, he's there for them. Well, he's the their thing, friend. The thing that I love, and Amy and I were talking about this, is um like he is such a good person and he's like he's still rough around the edges. And because yeah. he can't project, he doesn't necessarily know that he's being, you know, recorded in the way that he thinks so he's just living his life, right? Yeah. And so he he like curses all the time and stuff, but that doesn't take away from the fact that he's like this good person. And I really oh, love yeah. that because a lot of times we have this dichotomy of like, oh, a good person always does this and they, they act this way and they do this. Certainly. And he's just such a great human being. And I don't know. I just loved it. Certainly if you cuss, you can't be a good person. Well, I no, mean, I'm, we're st- I'm still trapped in the uh, 90s. 
promise keepers realm. <laughs> yes. No, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. He, he, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. So if you haven't watched it, I would definitely recommend it. It's on Amazon. That's a, that's uh, a sweet yeah. one. Wow. Yeah. It's super good. I was actually thinking about, because you know, our, our last episode, we did our, our chat GPT, um, song. Mm. I thought it'd be fun to do one about jury duty and, and that oh, guy, that like, like, be... cause he's like a hero, you know? Yes. Um, I, I did. I didn't. I didn't ask ChatGPT to write it, so we're not doing it on this episode. But maybe later. No, but I, I'm going to give a little plug for some AI. Um, f- for all you teachers out there, <laughs> that this is not a teacher podcast. But uh, actually, Everett would like it. My son enjoys it. It's called AI Dungeon. Okay. And then you, it's just a text adventure. So you just like type in, and then the computer will. It's a choose your own adventure kind of. Yeah, thing. it's, it's like actually the, really it's fun. It's kind of like the classic. You've come to a wizard. Yeah, yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, but it's you're like it's punch wizard in the, in the nuts. Being designed as you play, right? Whereas yeah. uh, text adventures in the '80s, like they had a specific route or something like that. And this one, you know, you can type full-on paragraphs, and then as you progress through the story, you can ask it to take a picture of what's going on, and then it will like oh. design a picture of the story you've created. Oh my goodness, which is actually kind of freaky, but yeah, super cool. I think actually Everett would love that yeah. so you oh, should you should annika and i my daughter and i were uh really going hard okay i'm gonna have to get i'm gonna have to get that from you yeah. okay speaking of shows though because we've watched a few good ones um so i finally wrapped up ted lasso um oh, yeah which the whole show the whole show okay which i want to i want to i want to well okay i'll just say the ones we watched and i want to talk about ted lasso though a little bit okay um we watched the bear oh yeah i've heard this really good awesome super super good is really it long no, it's hard to get into a show anymore. It's, it's, There's it's two, like eight or ten episodes. That's great. Yeah, I think each it's two seasons now, and I think each one's like eight or nine episodes. Perfect. Not, and they're and they're like jam. forty minute episodes. Okay, they're not super long, but it's it's a little intense and in, not in like not like Breaking Bad intense, just sure. like tense uh, interactions and stuff. But right. it's super good. Well, it's like a, a intense kitchen. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, they're yeah. like always moving. Yeah, but it's but really good, really. And I feel like the character development in season two is awesome, mm-hmm. um, even more so, which is cool. And then uh, Righteous Gemstones. Have you watched that? No, you've recommended it to me, uh, um, and I need to use your HBO Max <laughs> subscription. Or yeah, sorry, you just have Max. You I have do. it. I, you have it. I see the it's, the like uh, thing pop it, up occasionally in ads. What I will say, you know, for our listeners out there, if you um are a you know maybe more conservative christian you don't watch more things. promise keepers you maybe don't <laughs> you maybe don't like seeing male genitalia oh, um wow. a whole lot <laughs> those are some righteous gemstones <laughs> and things that are really really uh, so i will say it's yeah it is very um it's pretty crude um for sure i wouldn't recommend it to every person or every audience and it definitely makes fun of you know mega church um yeah. culture I, I would say generally they're not making fun of Jesus mm. um, or or authentic, you know, faith or belief, but they're definitely making fun of that like money focus, oh, like sure. the production, you know, and 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 then other things that are outside of the the scope, anyways. Yeah. But um, it feels pretty irreverent. But um, if you're you know comfortable, it's like that. It's like that meme I sent you. The other day of Joel Osteen. Oh, yeah. It's like, I got to make money on this. <laughs> yes. Classic. Um, though one of my favorite characters is Uncle Baby Billy. <laughs> His name is Baby Billy because he is the younger brother of one of the older characters, their okay. mom. But then the kids, he's their uncle. so they call they, But they don't call him Uncle Billy. They call him Uncle Baby Billy. And they're all in the South. <laughs> uncle Baby Billy. And uh, and he's like, he, in the last season, he wants to make this quiz show called, uh, called uh, Baby Billy's 
Bible bunkers. Oh, baby Billers Bible bunkers. And okay. so whenever Courtney's she's talking about work and she's like, ah, oh, driving me bonkers. I'm like, baby Billers Bible bunkers. Whoa. So that's pretty good. I bet out. the actor had to practice that a lot. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Ted Lasso also also has a lot of cursing in it. Yeah. Just so we can very make sure much for all of our <laughs> listeners out there that now are discovering that cursing makes you a bad person. Uh, Ted Lasso. I'm. Um, I, I know. I know it's been out for a while. I know I'm a little late to the game in finishing it, but. You know, with the way streaming is these days, people may not even have started it. So I will say, you know, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews on Ted Lasso as a whole. Obviously, really? anybody who watched it loved season one. Sure. It was pretty perfect, I would okay. say, especially needed for where we were in the pandemic. And then I know a lot of people dropped out in season two mm. because it kind of went a little off the rails, had some like, you know, I know they had, I think you were telling it me about how they had. album, you know, they had some stuff. Well, they kind of were trying a lot of things. And I, I liked felt the like, Christmas episode. A lot of people gave it a hard time. And then and there was an episode with uh, uh, Coach Beard, right, that was like they had to go back and oh, fill, yeah. fill some space. So it was, I still liked it because I liked the characters and I wanted to see more. Sure. It was crazy. Season three, I felt like they kept, it was still a little crazy, but they kind of got back a little bit to some of the first season. And I would say the last couple episodes, and especially the final episode, was really good. And I thought they ended it really, really well and kind of got back to yep. what season one really was. And I thought they ended it as as well as you could end a series. Maybe I have to watch it again. I can't remember. But I do remember, um, yeah, some of the scenes when Coach Beard was like, I'm a felon. <laughs> As a meth addict, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> yeah, that tracks." Some, there were some, there were some funny things, but, but my, you know, so, so for me personally, I know some people. I've heard some people who are like, "Eh, you know, after season one, it's not worth watching." I'm like, well, yeah. you know, but, but it begs the question, okay? Because the reason, one of the reasons why you see some of these television shows sure. just keep going is because people love not just love the show or the story, but they love the characters and they they get attached, right? And so yeah. you want you want more, and so. I guess kind of my question is, is it better for a television show, a series, to do less seasons and be like really, really good and really tight, whether that's one season or two seasons mm-hmm. or three seasons, or go on and give you more, if you love the characters, more, even if it kind of waters it down or it's not quite sure. as good or maybe should have ended sooner. Like you as a consumer, what do you want? What do you well, think Well, I think I'm the wrong consumer because I, I really like... Yeah, you but know, I want like, your opinion. No, I know, but like thinking about music, I really actually enjoy when a band goes out of their way and like really changes their vibe and who they are. I really liked when, um, you know, like my favorite Beatles albums are the weird ones, right? Yeah. And that was a lot for them to change from that like suit wearing mop head like to to that. But do you think that was because they they couldn't think of anything and they're just throwing stuff out or is just they're they're experimenting? There's a difference. Sure, I'm saying they're experimenting, but the, the audience followed along, right? And that was cool. I think that for for TV shows, sometimes you you like build this. Um, you see the story, you love it, and then you you continue to like pretend what they were like. And then when the showrunners are like, "Hey, we want to experiment and have mm-hmm. fun and take a different direction," a lot of people are like, "But this isn't what I imagined in my head to to how this would work out, right?" And yeah. so um, I think that was kind of the big problem with like Game of Thrones, like the season eight. I mean, there was like you know, in a lot of uh, art, you know, sometimes people feel rushed, and then people feel like they weren't honored in the way that they wanted to be mm-hmm. with the story or the characters. But to, I don't know. To answer your question, um, I think it's okay that they, they kind of change it up every so often. Well, not I just like change it up. I mean, like, so there's two, there's kind of two things there. Like, obviously, like, if you're watching something like 
that's like The Office or like Modern Family or Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. you definitely fall into like you want it to stay fairly sure. similar because you're fine with watching the same kind of jokes over and over and yeah. over. Um, something that experiments, whether or not experiments, that's one thing, but more like, okay, the storyline is not progressing anymore. Yeah. Like Ted Lasso would be a good example or even like a Breaking Bad that was kind of like to a point where like, okay, are they going to end it? Are they going to keep going? Which I'm like, well, I think, I think those are two different things to talk about though. Cause a lot of modern TV shows, like I love only murders in the building and they're kind of doing the same thing every year or every season, Yeah, but it's like eight episodes. So you don't have as much, whereas game of Thrones or sorry, not game of Thrones. Um, the office or breaking bad had 24 episodes a season. So it was like for characters to like build, you could really take three or four episodes before mm-hmm. a big event. And so people didn't feel like jerked around. Whereas with Ted Lasso, the for three seasons equals one season of Breaking Bad. And yeah. How many seasons were Breaking Bad? Like six? Five or six. Or yeah. eight. I think it was eight, actually. And something. So I think that like newer shows, a lot of times people just get real, um, I don't know, get their underwear in a knot because they're like, I, I want it to be the same every time. I like want to yeah. go to this cozy experience or I want to go to this scary experience or whatever it is. Well, and, and I uh, guess to what change I'm, it up just I, feels a lot. I guess what I'm getting at is, is you know, as a consumer, you can watch something like... Um, like Breaking Bad, I mean Breaking Bad was long, you know, overall. Yeah. Um, but but I think it was a really top to bottom great show, right? Um, sure. I've never or seen it. or some different things that are or Jury Duty, which is one season of a show. And yeah, then I hope they don't do a second. No, they um, will. But well, they'll do a different person or try something. But if it's perfect, you know, you can always go back and watch it again, right? Sure. But people are like, let's keep it going, let's yeah. do another one, and then they're but then they're disappointed when it's not as good. So sure. I guess my my personal thought is. I'm fine if they want to keep going, but but I temper my expectations mm-hmm. at that point. You know, like if it's going to keep going, like you know, Shit's Creek was a, would be a great example of one. I don't know if you watched watched that's, that, but that's a curse word, everybody. For those no, of you no, who don't know, C S C H I T T S. Oh, 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 of course. Um, I don't know if you watched it. I'm sure you did. Of course, um, that was a great show. You know, when they once they again, said, 24 episodes a season. Yeah, but they're fast. They're 30 minute or 25 oh, minutes. Still. But that's one where they were. They said they're going to do it the last season. Everybody's like, "No, don't end it, mm-hmm. right?" But they great. ended it really well and it was perfect. And and but then you have some people who are disappointed. They're like, "You could just keep going or do more with sure, the storyline." Sure. But you know, eventually it's going to kind of wear out, right? Yeah. So is it better in that? This is maybe the better example. Better to I, end it there, and then people can go back and rewatch if they want, or sure. keep extending it because people want more. I think that's. I think you end it. I, yeah, like jury duty was a strike when the iron was hot in a weird way. They'll win some Emmys and it's really cool. And those guys should go and use their creativity for other things and not yeah. try to like put lightning back in the bottle. Um, so I, I'm very comfortable with ending it, but for something like Ted Lasso, you know, when people are frustrated about the third season or whatever, um, I still think that the showrunner should have an opportunity to like finish the story because yeah. it's their art. Like honestly, I, yeah, I'm the consumer, but kind of who cares about me? Cause yeah. I'm the one who they're making it for me. But at the same time, this is something they're like, they think about it all the time. If, they're taking a shower, they're eating food, they're brushing their teeth and they're like thinking about this show. And yeah. so for me, I'm like, for hey, me, I'm if the, if the producers and the, the cast, if they're trying to create something and they're passionate about it and they're giving it their best, I tend to try to be pretty gracious about what right. it is and just enjoy it for what it is. Even even if there's things that aren't great, I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. okay, that wasn't great, but I still love it. If it's like they're obviously just like trying to continue to make money and capitalize and extend it, that's a little bit different, which you see that sometimes well, more on like that, network TV and stuff. But but that's probably for today. Like we, all these shows that we're talking about have like, you know, really 
they're like novels, right? They they follow this like always moving trajectory. Whereas if you watch NY or not NYPD Blue, that's old. Um, like any of these like Chicago Fire or any of those, it's like the same story every week, right? Yeah. And or ER was popular when we were kids, and it's like you show up because you know what you're gonna get. And those character arcs were like huge. Or Grey's Anatomy, it's like yeah. 18 seasons. Yeah. Right. And they they kind of tell the same stories, and characters have died and come in, and so they're there are different ways to do that. So I don't know for, for the artsy shows that you and I like, I'm happy with them. You know, three seasons, wrap it up and go from there. Yeah. Don't stretch it out. If, if they can, if they can wrap it up, I think it's worth it. So sure. the other thing I'll mention that we can move on for this, um, was uh succession. Have you watched succession? Also I, on HBO? I don't know anything about it. Okay. That is a, Awesome show. Super, super good. Um, Kieran Culkin. Is Does it have it? a lot of cursing? There's a lot of cursing. There's some <laughs> there is some irreverent uh, things they say. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't think there's a lot of full frontal nudity. Um, <laughs> maybe a little bit of nudity, but not much. Um, but great acting. Yeah. Top to bottom. I've heard. And no, five, I it's five seasons, um, like 10 episodes a season, but really quality, very little dips, you know, yeah. just really good all the way through. Um, excellent, excellent show. I would highly recommend it. Um Definitely adult content, but really good. It's kind of like a look behind the curtain of the uber wealthy, you know. So, anyways. Nepotism, families taking over companies. Now, okay. So, I want to shift gears a little bit. Okay. Because we we started off a little bit talking about summer. So, I I do want to talk about summer. And one of the fun things about this summer Mm -hmm. and this month, well, not this month, but last month, is that uh, July was our birthday month, you and me. Oh, that's right. I forgot. We both turned 39. Dang. Our last year yes, being and, under the hill. Is that a thing? Uh, on the down, other side? Down the hill. Well, we're like at 11 o'clock. We're almost at the top. Yeah. We're 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 down the hill, I think. And now we're we're almost no, to the top of the hill. hill. We're close to... Oh, sorry. Up down the hill, the uh, the side on the way up. On oh, the way okay. Up. Okay. Uh, but we're both 39. And you, you and I on my birthday, we went golfing that morning. Oh yeah, we that was did. fun. I'm gonna post a couple slow mo videos. This summer's of us. gone by so fast. I felt like that was so long ago. It was super fun though. We had it a good was time fun just hacking around at Laurelwood, and um, you got me a nice bottle of G- Stranahan's mm. uh, whiskey from Denver, <sighs> Colorado. Whiskey. I have toured Stranahan's. Oh, I didn't know you went on a tour there. Yeah, it's oh, super cool. cool. It's really okay. good. That's uh, well, yeah, it's hard to find. It's from Denver, and somehow they're uh, selling it in Oregon here. It's not hard to find, but it's hard to get when you're not in Denver. Oh yeah, that's well that's it. what I meant. Yeah, hard to find here. Um, and that is delicious. So thank you. My oh, friend. of course. You man. also got me a label for a, uh, maker's mark bottle and we're not alcoholics. I promise. No, we're just, we're just like we're distinguished, from keepers. we're distinguished gentlemen. <laughs> distinguished. Uh, that's well, right. based on, uh, and leading into the gift you just got me, these glasses are incredible. You yeah. Got me got some, uh, fancy whiskey glasses. Some, uh, yeah. Some rocks glasses with that, some Rocky mountains on them. Yeah, that's right. Now Fantastic. I got you a second present, oh. which is right in front of you. Yes. So I wanted you to wait and open it. On air, on okay. our, you know, this is live on air while we're recording. So, okay, open this it's baby super, up. super, um, hard. Oh, that's a lie. No way, a Homestar Runner shirt. Homestar, what a duck! I think no it has like a sticker or something. It, in it but, does uh, have a sticker. Outstanding. Now, now, I'm not totally. I thought the size is correct, but it might be a little tight. I don't know. Um, that's so cool. But I think either if you don't wear it and just you know display it or somewhere. Oh, I love it. So no, this I'm is. Wear it. Oh, I should probably take a picture. So it's Trogdor shirt. We'll take a picture and post so it. So good. This is a nice one. Yeah, perfect. Well, I'm really grateful. Actually, it's funny that um, you know they're bringing back all these old, like, old 
IPs, intellectual properties. Yeah. I'm like, they got to they gotta bring back Homestar Runner, man. Yeah, they do. Because now us millennials have a lot more money to spend and uh, buy crap like that. I've showed my kids um, Homestar oh, Runner, and they yeah, love yeah. it. They love it. There's lots of it on YouTube. Actually, yeah. their website's still up. They're still occasionally making things. Yeah, I've gone back and looked. Well, that's what I kind of was like, what should I get Colin? What would he like? And mm. I just was brainstorming. And it's perfect. Oh, I love it so yeah. much. So there you go. Happy birthday, my mm. friend, number five. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. That's very nostalgic. So a couple other things thinking about summer leading up to this point. Um, so we, we got to golf together and had a little uh-huh. golf adventure, which is fun. I was hoping we would have a few more adventures, and maybe there can be more to come. I'm hoping. Sure. We've both been busy. Um, you went... To an all-comers meet on a Wednesday night, but you haven't you didn't compete, right? Uh, no, I okay. went on. Yeah, the kid won Wednesday. I was hoping we got to compete. We get to compete <sighs> oh, together and didn't. We didn't constantly. Work out. This summer was crazy for us. Yeah. We were just always gone. As you can see, though, I did compete, and you can see all my I ribbons. I did. I know. Those I are all my ribbons. So on many the ribbons. Desk right you there. got six ribbons. I pulled them out for you to see. And a first place. And a first place. That oh, one wow. was when I was the only person in my age division you running the fifteen hundred. Yeah. Well, a couple second places, a couple third places. Um, I did. I will say. I did um, my first one, or first couple of meets. I ran the 1500 and 601 yeah. was my PR. Ooh, pretty good. Initially. And then I ran a three minutes flat in the 800. Um, I also earlier did javelin and disc and the 100, and I decided to stop doing those ones. <laughs> the last meet, which was last week, I did. I went back and did the 15, the 8, and the 4x4. Four four. But I was hoping in the 15 and 8 to 15 to get under 6 and uh-huh. the 8 to get under 3 minutes. Okay. And I got a 553 no way. in the 15. Outstanding. And a 3 or a 257 in the 800. Look so at you. Got some goals. PR. It was awesome. And ran the 4x4 four four with Jesse Rice and his son and another guy. And that was fine. This but, is uh, classified information, but I'll tell everybody in the world. I actually have no Rice's son in my class next year. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be awesome. And I coach him in track. I know he's such a yeah, cool he's kid. Yeah, he's a good runner. He ran out there too. Yeah, I know. So uh, tomorrow night is the is a five, is a Oregon Track Club 5K tomorrow oh, evening at Doris Ranch. I'm going to do it. Right. If you Maybe run, I'll go down. Do okay. And then a couple other adventure things potentially upcoming. These might be more fall things, okay. you know, because time's going by because we're getting old. Mm. Um, but... I went, took my dad to play pool on his birthday yes. over at Manifest. That's Brewery. right. You guys were like getting everybody. Pulling it up, yeah. And um, and so we went to Manifest, which is our friend Brandon. His, right, who his, was on our previous who podcast. Who was on, yeah, a long time ago. No, he was on this podcast at the very beginning. Oh, the first episode, right. I think. That's right. Or second. I don't know. I don't know. We're just so uninterested. <laughs> Anyways, uh, where was I? Oh, he, <laughs> at their at their brewery, they do an open mic night on, I think, Monday nights. No way. We should go. And I thought that would be a fun thing we for us to do. We could do some old some Fly of the Concords, dust it off. We could do, yeah, we could do whatever. We could do Fly. I, I actually been we looking at. We could do at, some nice harmony stuff, though, too. Yeah. It's also, I actually made a, on Ultimate Guitar, on my tabs thing, I made a playlist <gasps> of just tabs of, like, potential open mic songs. Oh, I love it. That we can mess around with. So maybe, I might even put a little bit of our practice session, you know, a little clip here or something, you know, if we do a little bit. Ooh, um, so, so I think that'd be really fun. And then um, I think, I know you're doing fantasy football. I am doing So we're going to be in a fantasy football league. Yes. I hope that uh, Otson saw my message that I can't come to the... Oh, uh, yeah. He scheduled it on Labor Day weekend. Yeah. It's rough. What, are you going to be up in Washington? No, we're down in California for Calif- a wedding. California. Oh. California. I know. We're, we're you, traveling like crazy. Well, you do it on your phone. You don't have to I be know, but I was going to do it with Caden. My son was actually oh, yeah. going to be my coach, and I was going to be the general manager. Well, is he not now? Uh, no, he still is, but oh, okay. he's not going to the wedding oh, okay. because it's adults only. So he'll be in Oregon while I'm in California on that day. Ooh, okay. I know. So we'll have to figure it out. 
Okay. Well, that'll be and maybe can be on Zoom or with you with with maybe you could pick Caden up, mm. and then he can draft because he. This, this this is the thing I like to to wheel and deal, and I like to rib people in the comments. But Caden's mm-hmm. the one who knows like if the you, height and weight. Maybe and if you give him a lot your login, he could be on his computer. That's what computer. I was. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I'll but pick him up. Yes, I'm excited so, to uh, to do the fantasy football again because the first time we played together, if you remember, <laughs> this guy won. No, I don't remember. I totally forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Not in my memory. Well, that'll be something we can update in the future. I just okay. thought that would be a fun thing to talk about um, later down the road and see, see check back in on. Yep. Um, How much money I've won? Yeah, this is what this is for money. It's the real deal. This I, I will tell Actually you, gonna, this yeah. league in particular is the most engaged league I've ever I love been it. in. I'm people, really excited about people it. are chatting all the time. They are constantly asking for trades. All the time, and I you know. say you say no to one trade, and like five seconds later, they do another variation of it. I'm like, <laughs> I said no, I don't want to try that guy. Leave me alone. And they just keep coming. Until I, you, I turn you the relent. notifications off. It sounds like I need to turn it back on because I'll make people mad. Yeah, you might. So, so there's that. Uh, I, 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 the other thing that's happening is fall is coming, and with fall, um, high school is going to be starting, mm-hmm. and two of our children are going to be moving on freshmen in high school. Yep. So. Uh, I think that's something that we could talk about a little bit as our thoughts and, and stuff around what our what our children are going to face. But you know, we like to be nostalgic and take it back and think it's about where the school. show's going. It's true. It's kind of a yeah. It's kind of like really uninteresting because we're just talking about old our old guys looking back at what we did back in the day. Back in my day, yeah, I know. millennial but, boomers over here. Maybe we'll get some guests at some point and make it more interesting. But hey, you know, stick with us, people. Dang it. Uh, I had a couple questions. So, okay, thinking back to your experience in high school and my experience in high school. Yes. What, as you, you what, we can answer both these questions in whichever order, but what were you most, going into your freshman year, what were you most excited for and what were you most nervous about? Mm. Going well, um, I had really, I, I had like orange hair because I bleached it and it was cut right down the middle and I flattened it down. Wait, cut in the middle or parted? Uh, sorry, parted in the middle. Yep. Me too. Full cut. I, I ex- Exactly the yep. same. Obviously, and we're gonna so, have to post pictures because I, I had the oh, exact yeah. same. And I had to, you know, I had like the LA Gear gel in it. Uh huh. Me and too. Then, um, I I had realized that the glasses that I was wearing weren't cool, so I I switched glasses. I had braces, and I remember I have either being of so like excited for high school of like I'm gonna look so cool, <laughs> like I'm gonna look so good. Like I got new glasses. I've got braces, which at the time were like, because I grew up super poor. So the fact that I had braces was like exciting. Yeah. Like, and like my community, in my neighborhood, I was the only kid with braces. And everybody <laughs> and else's so teeth like, were all like, yeah, they were all fraggle, fraggle rock. Um, so I was so proud to have braces. And then I had this like incredible, you know, Jonathan Taylor Thomas haircut mm. that was like straight up home improvement. Yeah. You know, 1998. So uh, super excited about that. And um, I didn't tell you this in our, our, pre-prep for this episode but i just had my 20-year reunion oh yeah just this last weekend oh i know wow i had mine uh, oh yeah because i graduated before you yeah i had mine last, year. Uh, last how, year how was it it was actually really fun i was i was nervous to go not nervous but i was like do i really want to do this uh, mostly because facebook and instagram like i see all these people anyway like i see their pictures how like, big, oh, i'm on vacation Da-da. how big was your class our class was 93 oh okay, okay. it was pretty bigger, small little country bigger school. than i thought though yeah, but you know, I mean, I, I'm still friends. With, I mean, ours uh, was 301, but yeah, but I'm friends with all these people on Facebook. You know, it was like we got Facebook right out of high school, and so um, you know, you see people, and we didn't do a 10 year reunion. I think probably because of that fact. Anyway, so we get to the 20, and it was great just seeing everybody's kids, and uh, you know, seeing how much hair everybody lost, and just how great everybody was. It was everybody's so great. It was awesome. That's 
That was pretty much my experience too. We didn't yeah. have a 10 year also, but coming back, it felt like people were just genuinely like happy to see each other, the yeah. people that went and nobody was like, you know, I mean, yours is probably, I mean, North was, is smaller for the bigger, you know, for a bigger school. Sure. And I'm sure your experience was a little bit similar in that, um, people, uh, you know, we, we had a lot of different niches, but, um, people, Got along, you know, everybody yeah. kind of got along with each other. That was kind of the same thing for us. So, well, our, ours was that way too. Um, and you know, it was great because we, I mean, we had the the high school cliques and stuff like that. But when you go to a reunion, it's like, are you really going to adhere to all that? Like, no, nobody cares about that anymore. So, um, yeah, it was just great to, to kind of just see everybody because I think you know, part of the reason why it doesn't matter anymore is because you just you went all through the same experience and it's just fun to, to reminisce about that experience. So even if, you know, there was some kid who was a card guy or something like that, I'm like, I never hung out with him, but it's fun to share the same experiences about teachers we had or, yeah. Oh, or this in the lunchroom or whatever. So it was great. I was most excited about girls. Oh, uh-huh. even though I was not, so I was not, I mean, I, I'll, I'll preface to say I was not a ladies man, at least that I knew of. Not with that haircut. No, I mean, I had this, well, oh, Okay, I will say I learned later that there were quite a few girls who freshman year were like, ooh, about Whoa. me. But then um Corey Chandler. But I didn't know. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And and uh, some of them were like nice girls and they I had a <laughs> I, I probably gotta share this the experience, but I had a little dirty dancing experience freshman year at the very first homecoming or ver, uh hello dance. We'll go into that in a second. But before that, you know, in I didn't ever have, you know, girlfriends before sure. that and had you know eighth grade i remember we'd go to the mall and like yeah, yeah. cruise for chicks but not talk to any because we were scared and so anyways freshman year we went to the hello dance hello dance was like the first week of school sure and this girl comes up to me and i don't really dance i'm just kind of out with my friends standing there and somehow i got i was alone and then this girl another freshman girl comes up who i didn't even know her name hadn't met her she was pretty but she came up and started like bumping and grinding on me it was the Whoa. i dip you dip we dip song yeah i still remember <laughs> i dip you dip we dip and she started so like kind of like grinding up and down and grabbing my hands and moving it kind of up in some spots and i would kind of freeze up like before i got anywhere i was really shouldn't be touching because i was not ready for that and um apparently though some of the nice girls noticed that that all happened and were like mm, he's the bad boy we're not we're not <laughs> oh man you got marked early it's it's fine. Obviously, they learned later. I was they're like, I don't know what happened because he, obviously he's not that cool. So, um, yeah. But anyways, I was excited at the prospect of yes. girls, you know. And so I was not like I wasn't really a ladies' man, but like every you know guy at that age, you you definitely imagine oh, yourself as one. That that was a great story. A friend of mine named Tim, rest in peace. He. Mm. Um, we same thing it was like the hello welcome dance and they had the seniors it was like seniors and just a few juniors and sophomores and then like all the freshmen right and it was outside under this awning that our high school had so it was kind of nice it was warm whatever and we're all standing there like a bunch of nerds and just hanging out and then the senior girl who was really like popular and attractive and whatever else came up to tim and was like just pulled them in and started doing the same thing. And we're all just like jaws hit the floor. Oh it was such a super bad moment. It was great. And you were like, Oh, and we're yeah, like, Tim. Oh my gosh. And this is like the pleather time. So she was all dressed in pleather, you know? Yeah. And then Tim came back over and it was he's hilarious. Like, Cause he's like, Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> so good. Oh, I'll never forget that moment. It was so good. It was uh, just a classic freshman, 14 year old, 15 year old boy. Yes. experience. Ah, oh, 
So good. I, uh, yeah, Courtney Super laughs. Super glad that I'm not in high school anymore. I, but I mean, <laughs> me really too, because to it'd, it'd be on the internet, which we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, okay, what were you nervous about going into high school? Um, I think I was, I was pretty nervous about uh, just the intermixing of grades, because mm-hmm. I went to a small middle school, and they just kept us all locked down, right? We didn't yeah. really ever get to hang out with the other grades. And then, um, you know, high school, our high school is pretty small, so there was there was... Uh, two breaks during the day and a lunch and everybody had lunch at the same time. Like some high schools break it up like half mm-hmm. and half. And so they're just people everywhere. Right. And so, um, this is like the late nineties, early two thousands when I went to high school. And so like silly, stupid bullying was still a thing. And we got, I got pushed around a lot right. by some seniors, which is just so funny that now to think about it, like you guys are so dumb. Like, why yeah. would you pick on me? I was just like walking down the hall um, That's how it works. But I was really nervous just about getting yeah pushed around, and sure enough, it actually happened, which was silly. I was also nervous about upperclassmen. Yeah, you know, and and I actually didn't have any real bullying experience um, in high school, and and turned out mostly upperclassmen didn't really care too much about. Yeah, they well the the only us, reason they but, cared, I think, I, I think actually now reflecting on it, they were probably ribbing us because you know we were all in like the same baseball team and stuff together, right? Okay, so I was like on the freshman team for everything. It's not yeah. like I was good. And so I think that they looked at it more as just like hazing and harassing. Whereas me in my 15 year old, I'm like, why are you guys making fun of me? Yeah. You know? so, um, so you played baseball. What? Because oh, my next qu- question is what, like, what was your thing in high school? Whether it's a clique or an activity or mm-hmm. like if you were to like camp, it was identify life. yourself. Okay. Yeah. That was my big thing. I played sports all through high school, but I was never, I wasn't an athlete. I was just a, a kid who really enjoyed playing sports okay. um and so yeah campus life was a big deal and then hiking like and rock climbing like i did a lot of that so a lot of the singular stuff yeah. um and i went rock climbing with uh my dad a lot and then some other friends boy scouts you know that kind of stuff okay that makes sense oh yeah mm-hmm. boy scouts but campus mm-hmm. life was kind of like you'd be identified as like he's a campus life guy oh 100 yeah because we had like our crew yeah you guys did too right uh, yes, but I don't know that I, I definitely would have been for sure identified as a Christian because I had a core group of guys well, that yeah. like, maybe now that dance experience. Not, well, yeah, surprisingly enough, but later it was definitely very evident. All that, all that cursing, you can't be a good person if you curse. <laughs> I didn't curse. Oh my gosh. Uh, at some, some point we'll have to tell our, our, our adult cursing story or, uh, no, we free. can't do that. We'll get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get there someday. Uh, no, um. What would you guess would be my identifying thing as a football? School? Yeah, that was that was it. Um, I was all about football. All yeah. I had other things that you have I some did. Great pictures of you, like in your jersey, standing next to your old uh, Mercedes. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh man, you look great. Uh, yeah, we had those, a, those are the sexy well, and, I, days. and I had a really cool car. Yeah, but I uh, I was all about. Actually, I got the for se- the senior slams. I got the duh, I play football award, <laughs> which I I know is like duh, I play football. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I said I was like, like a no, meathead. I was like no, it's duh. I play football. Yeah, yeah. And um good save. Which it wasn't, you know, I know what it really That's right. was. I think I got what did I get? Oh, the the superlatives page. Um actually I know what I got and I'm not gonna say it because it makes <laughs> me embarrassed and it's pretentious. Oh, come on. I got uh, I got two. I got most likely to succeed and <laughs> okay. I got best personality. 
Oh, I know they're sweet, but um, Sorry, that's fine. I know, it's just silly. I think I actually like campaigned for one of them. Okay, <laughs> because I thought I wouldn't get one. I specifically remember being in Mr. Jones' class. Like, guys, vote for me for one, and they're like, "Well, you can't get like best car because your car broke down." And they were <laughs> listing off all these things. I remember Melissa Pelham sitting in the back. She's like, "I can't put you down for any of these." <laughs> you know, she was probably not- just like not being unkind. But I'm like, oh, and then we all determined to put me down for best personality. So I'm pretty sure I just won that because I asked people to. We didn't have the superlatives. So actually only a handful of people got the senior slam awards. So I was lucky to, to get in there in that one. But yeah, football, football was a big thing to me. And, but I would say, you know what though, for both of us, just to cut you off as I want to do whatever. I think we were just, both of us probably had a very similar high school experience where we just like were kind to everybody. Yeah. And I think that was reflected in, you know, we both did those pageants, mm-hmm. which were 90% all these like super popular, cool people. And then there would be like a couple that the kids would pick that were, you know, that they were like, oh, he'll, he's funny and he cares about that. And I think that that's, you know, me and my best friend Mackenzie were definitely not like the cool athlete kids. Yeah. And, you know, we were picked to do that, which was really fun. And, uh, you know, I know you were too. So. Yeah, I think I look back and I, you know, I know, I know there's a handful of people that I didn't treat as well as I would like to have treated, you know, sure. and, and I have, you know, obviously I have some, some moments I regret here and there, nothing like, you know, nothing crazy, but a few things, but overall I would say I'm proud of generally, you know, treating people mm-hmm. well and, and having good relationships and, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people did. So, um, it's interesting though, as we approach our children going into high school, yes. um, what are you what are you excited about and nervous about for Kaden for my kids? School? Yeah. Um, I, I, and a teacher. Yeah, sure. I'm not worried about the school stuff or the sports stuff. Like Caden will find his own way. I, I just want him to, um, you know, like remain kind mm-hmm. and kind of enjoy the experience. I think he, uh, as I did too, I, I don't think I fully enjoyed high school just because I was pushed respectfully by my parents to do mm-hmm. really well. And so I fought really, really hard to to get good grades and stuff, which was fine. And I'm glad that I did that. But um, I don't know. It just seemed like a lot of pressure. And that's kind yeah. of a stereotype. Like a lot of parents, you know, push their kids too hard, whatever. But uh, I just want Caden to kind of open his wings a little bit and just try new things. And he is. He's he's already signed up for guitar. Nice. Um, he's already signed up for um, some other things that, that are kind of out of his comfort zone. So I'm glad that he did that. Um, we'll have to have a jam session. And how about you? Uh, yeah, exactly. How about you? What um, What are you apprehensive about or excited? Yeah, about? I mean, similar similar boat in terms of what I hope for 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 Chloe that she'll. I want her to do well and and get good grades, but I don't want her to be stressed about mm-hmm. it. You know, I want her to do her best, but I want her to. I, you same. I want her to be present and like enjoy high school. Yeah. You know, I loved high school. I hated middle school, but I loved high school. Sure. Um, I think the nervousness for me is is when I look back when I look at what's going on in high school. I look at like social media and like cyberbullying and that kind of stuff. And, and it just seems like, you know, like that's something I'm so, so thankful that that wasn't a thing when we were in high school. Oh yeah. Because that, you know, that I was, I was very up until like my senior year. It, it was, know, there was cyberbullying when we were, don't you remember hot or com? Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't, none of that it, was a thing for, for us. Like, oh, it was a thing for us, man. It would go fire <clears throat> sale because everybody would, I mean, there, there were just, this is the thing with high school kids. Many of them are going to find a way to to create a hierarchy, right? But it definitely is a lot more it wasn't, frustrating now just because you can hide. It was the beginning of it, you know, where we were like, sure. people didn't have cell phones, you know, when I was in high school, like just starting to have like their parents' cell phone to make a call or, you know, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. And um, 
I just know that now it's like you you could be anybody and just be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and there's a moment that's captured. Mm-hmm. And I could see like Chloe's pretty confident; she's friends with lots of people. But you know, I I think my this is my like worst case scenario fear, right? That mm-hmm. like she does something dumb or gets captured in whatever thing that is really not her. And, you know, and then it goes, you know, quote unquote viral, or at least within, mm-hmm. you know, that local deal. And then you school. have to go Liam Neeson on him. I <laughs> well, don't no. know who you are, but I will find you. Well, no, but it's something that like where all of a sudden she loses that confidence and yeah. changes because of that. You know, that would, that kind of thing would make me yeah, super you, sad. Yeah, you, you quiet a bit of yourself to, to save the social experiences. You know, yeah. and again, that's kind of like the worst case. Like, I don't think that's going to happen, sure. you know, and she's, you know, and we're, we're being pretty protective of like, she has her cell phone, but she... It's pretty locked down. She doesn't. Yeah, have, she too. can't be on social media, and we're mm-hmm. we're probably going to hold off on social media still for a while. Like, yeah, yeah. M- you know, maybe not until like junior senior year, if that. Same. You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if she. And yeah, she, they're not losing anything by not she, being. She on understands it. though, because we've talked to her about like develop, you know, actual mm-hmm. like development and all of those things, and mm-hmm. she's kind of like, yeah, you know, like she's not super. She's kind of if on the fence because she mm-hmm. knows it's not great. Sure. So yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for her to. I'm just ex- actually I'm just excited for her to to have general like independence yeah and try some things and be on her own a little bit like I keep trying to encourage her like go ride your bike around go sure, ride sure. over to your friend's house like she's like no I don't you know like she doesn't yeah. want to do those things I'm like I used to just explore like just go, go like kind of like the sand like go get into trouble like go mess around and have some fun yeah so we'll see we're also gonna have that's a, you uh, know what though. I think we did that because our parents also did it, but we didn't have something to hold us down. Because I, I have distinct memories of like sitting on my bed, listening to Van Halen for hours on end until my mom would come in and be like, you need to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's probably, it definitely is, is worse now because there's just so many opportunities to just do so much stuff in, in a chair. Well, and we're coming out um, of, we're coming out, we're just, we're out of the pandemic. And even us, I think we would both, I would definitely say like, I am, much more prone to sit inside and do things than oh, I was yeah. pre-pandemic. Yeah. And our kids are, I think, the same way. You know, sure. like, I'm going to sit and Well, there's like there's read. this I'm new experience yeah. that I have where, and maybe you're the same way, where I, I now like um, tally my day of... So today I'm, I was like sanding and staining deck boards and it took a long time. So it was like two and a half hours of just getting my hands greasy mm-hmm. and cuts and da-da-da. And then I'm like, okay, well, I worked for two hours, so now I'm going to sit around for 45 minutes. And yeah. I never used to do that. I'd yeah. just be like, okay, I finished this project. Now I'm going to go do the next thing. And I'm like, totally. do some laundry. And now I'm like, no, I've earned this. I've, and I, that never used to for happen. For my mental health, I need to sit and veg yes. out on my phone. I know. Yeah. And I'm like, when did this happen? L- like today, um, Annie was watching a Spider-Man movie, which I've seen plenty of times. And I'm like, oh, I'll sit down and watch this with her. Yeah. And I'm like, what, why did I do this? <laughs> and in, and in some regard, it's true that like, number one, we can do whatever we want. So if we want to take time and do that, that's fine. But there's also that little, like, it's almost like this self justification or little lie in there. That's like, Oh, you should just like, you know, you shouldn't keep working or keep doing that or keep yeah, being yeah. productive. You need to sit and, be on your phone and watch dumb TikToks and sure. like, well, which is still, I mean, I can, but that doesn't mean I need to do it. No. And I My think that uh, a lot of times I was talking to Amy about this. I think a lot of times I get frustrated with the kids. Cause I'm like, you guys just need to move. Cause I'm actually, it's just like reflecting on myself. Yeah. <laughs> like Colin, just go do the things that you need to do. You know, the little things. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm really excited for, for Caden to, to grow and, and move. And, you know, adolescence is so, so weird and it just forms i'm really excited to actually kind of like i think 
meet the person who he's going to become. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm not the person who I was in middle school. I'm definitely not the person who I was in grade school, but I am a little bit of who I was in high school. And I think that that's, you know, because you're coming out of puberty brain, you know, athletics, mm-hmm. friendships, first girlfriend, all these really experience or big experiences that really shape who you are. And so it's kind of like, Oh, I, I had this wonderful 14 year experience with Caden of like playing Legos and, nerf guns and doing you know um adventures and stuff and we'll still do those things but it'll be with different like play metaphors and really experience who he wants to be and who he wants to be in a peer group like is he going to be the silly one or the quiet one or the loud one you know like those are just fun things to that i'll get to explore okay i'll be i'll be real here because it just just popped in my head the i think the as i think about it and reflect the real fear to me Mm -hmm. is chloe turning 16 and not wanting to hang out with me. Oh, not wanting to not thinking, you know, not thinking the thing, like all the jokes we share right now, like sure. she loves, like she really jives with our humor and yeah. my humor a lot right now. Yeah. She loves, she likes Homestar Runner. She likes all these different things. She'll, she'll say things to me that I'm like, Oh yeah, you're right in there. And we, you know, she likes, mm-hmm. I've showed her fly the Concords and different things like that. But this comes to mind cause I was talking with a, um, a coworker today, and she was talking about how her sixteen-year-old daughter and her husband have recently. Like, her sixteen-year-old daughter has a husband. No, no. Oh. Her, her husband has has recently um, felt like he's not connecting with their daughter, mm-hmm. whereas they used to connect really well. And all of a sudden, there's this disconnect. Sure. And they've found some different ways to connect, different things that they they like together. But it's this tension. And as she was saying, I was like, "Man, Chloe and I are really close right now. We get along really, really well." Yeah. And you know, she's fourteen. You know, when she's 16 or 17 or whatever it is, like, is that kind of But that's change? okay. That I mean, like shift? you, but you kind of want that to happen, right? I mean, secretly you, you want it to happen because the, well, that she gets to try on her big, big girl pants while still in the safety of your home and kind of under the auspice of being protected by you. And so it gives her an opportunity to spread her wings while you still get an opportunity to, to still speak into it, you know? Well, I want her to be independent and be who she is and be different, you know, but, but I want her to be... <clears throat> My hope is that my selfish hope is that she'll still be comfortable connecting in in whatever ways that we connect, not be like not think I'm a nerd and not want yeah. to joke or hang out. You know, I mean, I I don't want her to be dependent on hanging sure. out with me. I want her to have friends. I want her to go do her thing and be busy. Yeah. But then I want there to be those moments where she like pauses and goes, oh yeah, let's watch this show together. Let's laugh at this thing together and not be too cool. I guess yeah. it's that. Like, I don't want her to be too cool I, for me. You guys me. have a great relationship. I think you'll find it. But there, there will be, you know, there will probably definitely be longer stretches between those opportunities. Right? Probably. Where, like, Caden and I have been thinking about the same thing. He's really into lacrosse now, funnily enough. And so funnily. we, like, invented this game where he uh, he has the lacrosse stick and he has the ball and I just have a baseball mitt. And so we used to play catch. This is just a stupid metaphor, but we used to play catch all the time. He's into this. And I'm like, well, okay, we can we can hybrid or morph it and, and kind of mutate it into something something new where it's it's still the the core experience of just hanging out and talking while we you know, move a ball back and forth. So that's been really fun. And I'm sure, you know, you'll find those kinds of things. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, it's just one of those things like the kind of selfish thing ultimately of like, you know, I know it's going to change. I know it's going to be fine. I mm-hmm. know. And and again, you start to like, as you start to overthink those things, sure. there's kind of the like, what if, you know, 
she really gets into a group of friends that, yeah. you know, causes her to like really distance herself and mm-hmm. not want to connect. You know, I would, I would, I would genuinely be in the moment, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, term will be fine, but I would be sad, you know, that would be, oh sure. and you never know. I mean, you, there are those things like people sometimes go, you know, whatever, go really mm-hmm. off the rails or whatever, which I don't, I don't think she will, but I really don't think she will, but, um, you know, but those kinds of things happen. And, and yeah. so, you know, I think well, there there's might... that like deep down a little bit of a fear or maybe insecurity that is there. Oh, Corey, I love you. You're going to be so great. You're such a great dad. Oh, but thank you. Um, I, I would say piggybacking off of that a little bit. I'm not too worried about my relationship with my kids. I think that, you know, I'm, I'm ready and willing to have that, that morph, especially, you know, with the passing of my dad and reflecting on our relationship and mm-hmm. how we, we definitely went into like a, a valley for a while when I was in high school, but you know, came out of that. Um, the thing that I am apprehensive about or, or mourning before it already happens is like the relationship, uh, my my kids have with each other, mm. right? Where they, yeah. much like Chloe and Everett yeah. too, where my kids are, they still list each other as like their best friend, right? Mm-hmm. And they laugh and we go on these road trips all the time. The kids just play so well together and they get along and um, it's just so great. And Caden, you know, plays plays down to Annie because she's yeah. a few years younger kind of thing. But does too, yeah. I think that that's the thing where I, I have the mental capacity to recognize like, oh, Caden's still a part of the family, but these things are changing. But my 11-year-old daughter, 12-year-old daughter might be like, oh my gosh, we used to hang out all the time and now we don't. And I'm so mm-hmm. like, is this, do we not like each other anymore? Which, you know, isn't the case, but um, that's the kind of thing that that I think about. Because I did that with my sisters where yeah. we were really great friends and then I could leave the house on my own um, when I was like 12 and then I just was gone all the time, mm-hmm. right? So those two are still really, really close. And I, I love my sisters and we we do hang out. Um but there was like a stretch from when I was like 12 to 19 where I yeah. just wasn't home. You know, I just was always doing other things. Same for me. It was like 15 or 16 and then on, mm-hmm. you know, I was out and my sister who's, you know, almost five years younger than me, four and a half years younger sure. than me, you know, was at home. And, um, yeah, I mean, we did not, and, and I, and I know we've talked and we're, we're close now, closer, um, but you know, there was some times where she resented me a little bit, like mm-hmm. in high school, you know, and stuff because, um, you know, there's a lot of comparison from my dad and different things, but some of that was because we weren't together and hanging out, you know? Right, and, right. and so, yeah, I, I would say the same thing because my kids are four years, four and a half or almost five years apart mm-hmm. and, you know, they fight and stuff, but they're also like love yeah. each other and hug of and, course. you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, so I guess a question with that, here's a question. Like, obviously I know that everything will work itself out and be what it is, mm-hmm. but as parents, what are we doing to try to not protect or um, create a bubble or anything like that? To like, I know things are going to change. Like, you can't stop those kinds of things. But uh-huh. what are we doing to foster good, healthy connections that will last, um, even as our kids change and shift? I mean, I think that's a good question because because mm. part of it oh, is I it's get... not just like you can't just let it happen. But you gotta we do have to be intentional too. Full full circle, bud. Okay, you all right, gotta, bud. You just gotta be curious. That's a terrible Ted Lasso impersonation. Oh, okay, I was like, what's my, my favorite Ted Lasso episode is the one where he's talking. Uh, he like challenges one of the the main like bad guys, antagonists, to a dart game, a game of darts. Oh yeah, I love and he kind of plays dumb a little bit. You know, he's like this Kentucky country guy in 
prim and proper London or whatever. Yeah. And um, this is first season. Uh, first this season, great episode, episode eight, yeah. I think, or something like that. I can't remember. But he he kind of goes into it and he's talking and he and you learn a little bit about the character. I think this is why season one is so great is because the way they introduced characters yeah. slowly was just really like wonderfully done. Mm-hmm. But you you come to find out it's like father passed away, right? And that he loved that he was actually really good at darts because that was like the thing he and his dad did, mm-hmm. right? And then the the final like culminating thing, he like hits the bullseye, and Spoiler he's alert. I know, sorry. <laughs> and he his whole premise was like, you know, the reason why I I'm doing what I'm doing in this other country is because you know I I was taught by my dad to be curious, right? And then um, I don't know, I think that's wonderful, and I as I kind of reflect on, on like what I was saying earlier about Caden becoming the person he might be in his future, right. That he's developing the the core of who he is right now. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so excited to kind of see where he is and I'm excited to, to, you know, walk behind in some regards. I don't know. I think the ways that, that things change sometimes that my dad did a really good job of when I was a teenager, even though I didn't get along with my dad, my dad was always like, I have the car, I have the keys, I have money. Can we go pick up some of your friends and we'll go to Dairy Mart and then mm. throw rocks and like we just would go skip rocks. And yeah. that was like such a cool thing that my dad would do. And um, uh, some of the dads in Caden's core group and I are planning on taking our boys out for a, a like overnight hiking trip at the end of the summer. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like, you know, sometimes it's it's helpful to facilitate those things. And I think part of the reason why I was so willing to go outside and be curious and leave on my bike for mm-hmm. hours at a time was because my dad was like, you know, go out and do the thing. Same, yeah. same thing that we are trying to do for our kids. So, yeah, no, that's good. I think one of the things, like two things for me that come to mind, one is as you reflect on your parents, think about my parents and how they just were good at getting behind whatever I was excited about. Mm. You know, they, they weren't, you know, my parents, neither of my parents were trying to mold me into something. I mean, my mom at times a little bit, but like to creative and write mm-hmm. and stuff. But for the most part, they weren't trying to mold me nope. into something. And my dad, for sure, like, you know, he didn't graduate high school. He didn't play sports he didn't do a lot of things. So, and he, you know, he got into drugs and like crazy stuff. And sure. so I think, you know, anything I got into that was positive, he was like, awesome. You know, yeah. and so he was like my biggest fan and my yeah. mom was like that too. And so that's one thing, like I try to take that with my kids um, sure. is to just like, whatever it is, I'm with you. And you don't have to like, even yeah. with Everett, you know, I, I remember at one point I was a football coach, right. And out of high school and Courtney was a cheer coach. And before we had kids, I was like, I'm going to have a son. He's going to play football. I'm going to coach him. It's yeah. going to be awesome. You know, I don't really want him to play tackle football because I don't want him to me- mess up his brain. Number one. So, sure. I've, so I've really shifted on that. But at the same time, I'm like, I just want you to try stuff uh-huh. and, challenge yourself and I yeah. want to be with you which in you've it. you've instilled him like yeah we've the done kid it does so much random he's trying stuff, all kinds of things and whether whether it's minecraft or or football flag football or running or swimming like let's just try different things and have some fun so that's one piece and then the second piece i think that i think we will continue to do whether our kids want to do it or not we're going to create spaces where we're together mm. and spend time together like a camp like we're going to do next week we're going on a camping trip for like five days just us four that's so great and we're just going to be hanging out. We're just going to be like, we're going to do some experiences and different things, but there's going to be a lot of time, not on our, not on technology. Mm-hmm. We're going to be bored. We're going to be playing dumb board games, getting on each other's nerves. Are, oh, man. We're going to be together. My kids' uh, number one core memory, if you ask both of them, was, um, and this is, you know, something kind of unique and really cool, but uh, 
we went camping on the beach in Puerto Rico. So mm-hmm. we just set up a tent under a palm tree and just like looked out to the ocean. And it was like 10 o'clock at night and we all had headlamps and we just played um, Sorry for like mm-hmm. an hour. The game wouldn't end. And the kids, like both of them will be like, that's my favorite memory. And it was yeah. just such a stupid experience of just playing in the dark, a board game in the dark, you know, pieces are going everywhere, but just hearing the waves lap and all. Anyway, like those are such great experiences. And yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't this, have to be the screen. doesn't have to yeah. be all the other stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And I think they recognize that too. They're like, I have a lot more fun when I'm like looking people in the eye as opposed to playing Zelda for three hours straight. Yeah. No, that's good. That's interesting. I'm, you know, I'd be interested, you know, our, our listeners is, uh, as engaging as they have been with us, mm. and <laughs> I know that I know that we do have some that are are going into we high school or are in high school. Uh, some of your former students, different yeah. things, who do faithfully listen to this podcast, which is very very cool. Mm. And um, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to hear. I'd tell love us to what hear, you're. Yeah, tell us what you're excited about. What yeah. you're apprehensive about. Yeah, I'd love to hear your 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 thoughts on those things. High or school parents. therapy chat with Corey and Colin. <laughs> high school, high school therapy chat with Corey <laughs> and Colin. Not licensed at all. No, we're not going to give you any good advice, but we'll listen. And... We'll give you some advice. <laughs> ne- won't necessarily be good. Should you take it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure either. But I'm I'm just excited for. Uh, I don't know for all the the growth and change. I was I was really apprehensive and not looking forward to it. You know, when when like peak fatherhood for me was like when I had like a nine year old and a five year or a nine year old and a seven year old. Like those mm-hmm. are just such fun times. You know, they're so just it's all downhill. No good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that you know when I reflect on like my relationship with my kids, like those were my peak bluey years, right? Okay, Where yeah. it was just like, all right, I'm I'm the star of the show. Like, what do you guys want to do? You don't know what to do. Like I'm gonna make it up and we'll go. And they just would have so much fun. And um, I I am grateful for that. And mourning is the wrong word, but I'm really excited to kind of like close the chapter on that and just make that be such a cool memory. And now experience my kids become who they are. Yeah, I think that's a good tip for good parent tip pro tip is to be present and mm-hmm. just and go for it with whatever phase you're in. I mean, for me. I will say right now, you know, I, I each phase has been really special and good. And right now it's like things for me is like I'm really proud of my kids mm-hmm. and I'm watching them challenge themselves and do new things and try new stuff. Yeah. Some of it's without us and some of it's just on their own. And sometimes they're failing, sometimes they're succeeding, but they're trying. Uh-huh. And those things make me really, really proud of them, you know, yeah. and, and I want to support that. And I love like it. you said, it's different. It's changing. It's continually changing. But I want to try try to always be in a space where I can appreciate and um, be present and happy with where it is, mm-hmm. even if it's different and yeah. even if it's changed and even if it's not as good for me, but I still want to sure. be there and do my best. I love it. I love it too. Well, I think that's, I think that's pretty good. Um, let's try to continue to do some episodes and not, not take too, too I long. Know. Well, we should uh, plan our next invitee. Yeah, we should bring someone else on this show. I think there's some there's some good good folks out there. So people are getting tired of our voices. We are no, they're not. Our, our show is literally called the most uninteresting men in the room, <laughs> and we didn't invite anybody interesting. That's okay. <laughs> we're just here being uninteresting, loving each other, oh and hanging out. Me, number five and number five. If you were to get a tattoo of the show, what would it be? <laughs> Me? Yeah. What's the metaphor of the show? Uh, it would just be a box with nothing in it. <laughs> <laughs> I just get a square. 
I get one of those S's from middle school. You know, oh, the, the Stussy S. <laughs> the Stussy S. Everett loves the Stussy S. It's he draws back, it. It is back. But then one of his one of his like YMCA guys went at the after school program was like, "No, that's a gang sign." I'm like, "No, it's, oh, what a, are you kidding me?" That's the freaking Stussy S. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh my god. Maybe it is a gang sign too, but it's also the Stussy S. Man, being in middle school, that was like on my binder all over the place, I and know. it was on everybody's binder and everybody's knee and on <laughs> every desk. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, uh, Colin, my friend, I love you. Corey, thank you so much for my birthday gifts. I love you too. Hey, thanks for mine too. That's mm. awesome. All right. Well, uh, we are the most uninteresting men in the world. Uh, obviously, you can find us, you know, you found us somewhere on a podcast. Yeah. We're on Instagram, the most uninteresting men or something like that. We're not but on not X. Yeah. I, you I, got yeah. off X finally? I didn't like delete my account, no. but I'm not on it. It sucks. It's messy out there. <laughs> it sucks. I'm not on there. Uh, but you can find us on Instagram. We're gonna we're, we'll try to post. I'll post a little bit this week. So okay. some some of that stuff. You can be on the lookout for more episodes coming your way. It may not be every week or every other week, but we'll get them out there. We're getting enough. there. We're getting there. We're working on some consistency. Right. All right. Well, everybody have a uh, great time, and we'll uh, catch you later. Talk to you soon. soon.